Hey guys, just wanted to let you know before we start today's episode, uh, coming in February, there's going to be some big changes to the Patreon tiers. We have heard your feedback. We've taken it in. We're really going to take things to the next level. Uh, That will be announced next week, so be sure to listen to next week's episode to see if you want to upgrade your Patreon, switch around what you're doing, but uh, we are going to be changing the format, offering some really cool extras, changing what we're doing episode-wise, and that's going to be starting in February, but we will be announcing it next week on Monday's free, Tuesday's free episode to give you plenty of time to make whatever adjustments you want. All right, let's get on with the episode. What was the deal? Did you have eye eyesight issues or what? no? I haven't had my eyes checked in like um three years. <laughs> so <laughs> amateur, that's amateur hour. I, yeah. I got my eyes checked once, <laughs> and then I just kept faking prescriptions the rest of my life. Yeah, I think that's the move next time. I don't like all this <laughs> dilated mess, man. I can't do shit. <laughs> this sucks. No. Um, but my glasses did break too, so. Uh, it was good to just get new glasses. They're always expensive, though. I always forget that, you know. Now you gotta you go to get get these Warby Parkers. Don't I, buy it. You never buy from the optometrist. That's a that's a racket they're running in there. Oh really? Oh, the markup on those things is ridiculous. Fuck, man, I got taken then. No, you just say, give me the prescription. I'm gonna get them somewhere else. You go on the internet. You get about you get. I got. I stopped. I don't even do Warby Parker. I do China. About f- 15 bucks, honestly, 15 bucks. <laughs> and they look good. They look good. They, you know. Yeah, I'm only wearing them to read. You know what I mean? Like, I don't wear them for much like fashion. Um, so, yeah, no, man, I got taken for a ride, man. And the optometrist, you never, never, I've said that. <laughs> that's number one rule in my book of business. Never buy your glasses from the optometrist. I got to get your book. The other <laughs> number two rule. If you're selling a gold necklace to buy a different gold necklace, don't do it from the same guy. First sell the gold necklace, then go <laughs> to a different place to buy because the, what right. the guy will do is he'll just add in that cost of your initial gold necklace to the big one you're trying to buy. That's good to know. I mean, that's great to know. Yeah. Not just good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right, man. Well, everybody out there in TV land, in audio land welcome uh to the rad dude cast if you're unfamiliar yeah give them a bark brendan let the people know you're there, huh? oh what's a junkyard dog y'all dealing with a junkyard dog now okay we got a leash we gotta find a leash for that dog we'll scour the town to try to find a leash for that dog but in the meantime you might be wondering yourself what the fuck am i listening to um it not obviously if you've been here before you know what you're listening to but hey, everybody needs a refresher course. Basically, it's Brendan Ayer. Let's tell the people at home what your name is. Ah, my name is Brendan <laughs> Ayer. Uh, I was, you may have heard me earlier doing dog noises. Yeah, so you might be like, I thought that was a dog. Nope, that nope. is a man. <laughs> just, a, got- just a classically trained actor from the dog, <laughs> from the uh, uh, Larry Dog School of Acting. And that's a good, that's an accredited dog school of acting. Yes. So don't be taken by those that are not, because no. um, that's a good way to blow a mortgage. Sure. Now, coming now, now we got Brendan coming down the pipeline, but who's that flanking me to the left? That's my man, Greg Stone. Greg Stone, tell these people what your name is. What up? That's my name. Same as it's been. Here we are. Same <laughs> name. Same God time. Right. Man, he, you know, not a, he'll, he'll ramp up later. oh i'm ready i'm ready and who am i you're wondering at home hey who are you man who am i as a great jackie chan once said in one of his movies who am i (laughs) titled who am i i I am anthony devito Once winner of the candy corn challenge in Bloomfield, New Jersey. You never won the candy corn, and you better stop bringing that shit up because that was that never happened. 
I certainly did, man. And I'm glad that you've defied me on this. I did <laughs> win the candy corn. <laughs> I got your back on a lot of things, but when you make it personal about winning the candy corn count, that you, you <laughs> they would have been screaming your name in Bloomfield for years. Well, I got Look, everybody at home who's a new listener, sorry that you got to deal with this, but we got to deal with this. I did win the Candy Corn Championship, and because of that, I thought I was psychic for a long time in my life, and the prize was a, uh, a blue mongoose bike, which I didn't know how to ride, which my uncle then pawned for cash. <laughs> so, anyway. Who, who are you pawning the bike to? I'm not that is oh, to this date remains unclear as to, what, <laughs> as to what connections my uncle Paul had in the child bike world. What, are you kidding me? A, a pawn shop will buy a broken blender. You think they're turning down a premium mongoose BMX bike? That's a go that, that's that's a great find for a pawn shop. A pawn shop will buy a VCR today. In 2021, <laughs> you can sell a VCR to a pawn shop. A uh, mongoose bike, that's that's high-end pawn shop material. Brendan is right. You can go to a pawn shop and be like, it's a rope with AIDS on it. How many do you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyway, uh, we are three. God, we're three very, very good friends, very close friends. Greg and I are best friends, and Brendan remains a close third. But uh, <laughs> we are New York City comedians. Like great game. And um, Mike doesn't even exist. Mike, Mike is coming in hot for <laughs> Mike, and I'm bringing up the anchor. Who's that toe in the line? Mike Suarez, man. Tell me what your name is. It's Mike Suarez. You heard it, folks. It was Mike Suarez? You call me Mid Juice. Could um, you imagine, Anthony? Not to cut you off, but could you imagine if this was, uh, you know, midway through uh, first round of Jeopardy? If this was Trebek talking to the appointments? We've got, we've got Mike from Pennsylvania. Mike, tell us your name and where you're from. <laughs> I always love if Trebek just made outright lies that the people had to go. That never happened, man. Where are you getting that information from? Hey, you guys, do it. Welcome to Jeopardy. That's Mikey the racist. That's Sally. She's a lesbo. And that's Vinny the Greek. I'm Italian. Shut up. Let's play. Boom. Shut up, Sally. <laughs> so, anyway. He's Trebek. Anyway, go ahead. So, you've stumbled, uh, you've stumbled upon here at the Rad Dude cast. And what we've got today, we've got an exciting episode. This is a three a three-part act like most mm -hmm. great plays in history uh first we're going to do a little bit of schoolyard show and tell mm. and then part brendan question please just a early comment i'll give you three thousand dollars if we make it through two and a half acts of your three-part act <laughs> <in laughs> trying to keep us to get through to even get to the first <laughs> we can't even yeah. we're really, we're really this, you know this this in intro is really unfurling itself slowly <laughs> I thought that candy corn thing was going to be about 40 minutes. I, know, I couldn't believe we breezed by that either. Greg. I, I was ready to pull out rad dude cast court on the candy corn thing, but Greg bowed I'd down like it. a gentleman. Brett, Greg bowed down. <laughs> I'd love them a proud day for me to be in front of a judge that day when I'm defending <laughs> my candy corn history. Um, so, so basically I've, I've given the, I give the boys, uh, one thing to bring in. It could be an idea. It could be a story. It could be something they watch anything, just something to bring to the table. And then part two, we've got a, a news roundup with Mike and then part, we hope, we hope, we, hope, yeah, we do hope. <laughs> oh, we no. hope. Mike, Mike forgot that part and he's scrambling right now on various <laughs> websites on the internet to find some news and then part Look, it's ready. All right, great. And then part three is uh, the wild card round, um, which, you know, I I'll be changing from uh, week to week as if I do this again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that could be anything. But for this one, I gave the boys a word and whatever that word sparks, it sparks and we'll go from there. And the word was New Year's Eve. So without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Show and tell. Mike, hit him with that show and tell song. All right. Back in school, act a fool. Pencils, papers, stencils, and erasers. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Doing your homework. Grown smirk. Things are going well, but don't forget. Show and tell, show and tell, show and tell. What did you bring? And don't unzip your pants and say, my ding-a-ling, you'll get arrested. 
Did he write that or did you make him sing that? Anthony, this is a two-part question. It's a two-part question. One, did you write that and make him sing that or did he improvise that? I I wrote that and made him sing it. Perfect. Two, uh, would like to, uh, you know, two, would like to add nothing better than a podcast where one half of the game doesn't work. Show and tell, it's an audio visual, as we've said multiple times. 50% of this is not going to work on people. Emphasis on the tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, and I'd like to tack on a third point, if I may. Really, really, and I'm not saying this jokingly, really impressed with Mike's singing of that song. Yeah. Because yeah. I could see as the lyrics were written, hard to really pin down a tune, per se. And Mike, or a rhyme. Yeah, a rhyme. Or a semblance a of sense being made. <laughs> yeah. And Mike really put it together in a way where I could tell he practiced that thing. He, that was not the first go-round on that song. Very Mike good, Mike. Gave that song life. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I've presented him a pile of trash, and, and Mike was like, I can work with this. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so my, anyway, yeah. My favorite part was when you yeah, named please. all the days. <laughs> well, I want to <laughs> leave one out. Also, I think that's a thing to do in music. You know what I mean? Because you go yeah. from rhyme, rhyme, rhyme to just statistical information, and then you go back into rhyme, rhyme, rhyme. Yeah, leave them. I hate when people take too much artistic uh, creativity with anything. You know, any, any TV show, it's like, give us the facts. You know, when you do a song, don't get into the jingle. Tell us the facts, okay? What involved in show and tell? Erasers and pens and papers. You know, let, don't let people think for themselves. Read in this show and tell song, show them what they're supposed to be thinking. Yeah, and tell them every day that exists in the week. Uh, well, yeah. Greg, you just actually. <laughs> You just dinged on a fourth point about Anthony's show and tell segment. The theme song seems to indicate a good show and tell item would be just an everyday piece of schoolware. Uh, you suggested pencils, oh, erase. No. Not a good show and tell item. That's this is show and tell for the child who is unprepared. Okay, the child who comes to class and goes show and tell. I'm prepared. Here's an eraser. Here's a crayon the, yeah. that's the teacher's hair i want to show the hair show your hair okay kid's not prepared <laughs> give me your hair give me your hair give me your hair yeah. like, i gotta i gotta make a name for myself in front of these kids <laughs> that the pencil paper part that was to set the imagery of school that was that was to set the scene that's all that was mm. but i mean if you want you know obviously i'm not gonna stop anyone out there who wants yeah. to show one of their pencils off as a show and tell item <laughs> that poor fuck but mm. um all right so brendan was chomping at the bit yeah, go ahead, Greg. Oh, I just want to say, man, show and tell was the classic two things. It was two types of people in show and tell. A kid who did nothing, and like I said, just points to someone's hair and says, I'm showing her hair today. And then two, the kid who's like, well, I'm bringing all my toys to class. This is just an excuse for you to show my goddamn toys to everyone and try and play with them. I'm not paying attention for any history class. I got a transformer under the desk. Yeah, and I think it's a good move, too, for you to entice kids to come over to your house. You know what I mean? Mm. The kid that shows up with his whole G.I. Joe catalog is basically saying, here's what Saturday could look like for you if you play your cards right. Yeah, keep calling me uh, Four Eyes. You're not getting behind this Teddy Ruxpin. I put a Danzig cassette in the back. <laughs> One time. Yeah, oh, Brendan, no, 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 please. I can't wait for you. I'll comment. tell you this. I, I, don't, I, I didn't remember this till you just uh, brought up show and tell my brother either in kindergarten or first grade because those are the only grades of school he was in before I was in school he right. brought me for show and tell <laughs> first of all I don't know how the logistics of that worked. did that. I just walk home as a three year old and second of all what they'd never seen a person before that's not a good <laughs> show here that's look at this look at this it's a littler guy I love that so much. He stands up in class and he goes, I present to you human man <laughs> <laughs> as my show, as my tell. I, I remember there was one time I for show and tell. I, I asked the class, I said, has anyone ever seen a thousand dollars before? <laughs> and I put a stack of cash on a stool. Yeah. And I said, who will do what for this? <laughs> and I'm showing and telling you guys about the dynamics of power. 
<laughs> Dude, I remember all this kid I went to school with. I'm not going to say his name. Show and tell brought in a pair of scissors to school and yeah. said, I'm going to stab the teacher with these. <laughs> not joking. And this is before stabbing the teacher was hot. You know, right. everyone wants to stab the teacher now. They didn't know what to do. So they photocopied the scissors. <laughs> he took scissors to the principal's office, put them under the photocopy machine, and when he said he was going to stab me with these, and then he was like, "Are you?" And she was like, "He was like, I mean, I don't feel good about it now." And like, he didn't even get suspended or sent home. He was just like, "Man, don't come in trying to stab the teacher." I love <laughs> giving you too much I, homework. I love the staff of an elementary school like trying their best to think like the police like i don't know i guess we better photocopy the evidence, <laughs> evidence that seems evidence. important get those scissors <laughs> under the old xerox in yeah. case questions <laughs> come about later like what? it's not like we don't have a thousand pairs of the exact same scissors everywhere in this school they're the classic black black yeah. handle medals or just keep the fucking scissors because he said he was gonna stab the teacher they don't no, that's his mom's scissors and you gotta give the scissors back to the mom <laughs> at a murder scene they don't go hey man we'll get you your gun back in about 10 minutes we got to run down to kinko's make a copy and then <laughs> then back in your hands no problem also I no one was like no one was like uh worried because they were like well the best weapon he could bring to school which is a pair of scissors so we yeah. don't gotta worry about him showing up with a gun or he would have right Sorry. he's just kind of using whatever's around but i right. do love the idea of the theater of it where he goes i'm showing you a pair of scissors and yeah. i'm telling you i'm gonna use these to kill the teacher <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he took them he took the show and tell very literally <laughs> people must have been intriguing when he showed the scissors people must have been like scissors we all have scissors go on and he said, "You see scissors, I see, I see a charge. <laughs> I see I'm vengeance. Gonna, I'm going to show you these scissors, and ain't nobody here going to tell anybody shit because I'm going to kill her. You keep your fucking. There's no tell here. Yeah. You keep your fucking mouths closed. Yeah, now, yeah. you want homework tomorrow? You say something, but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to cut this bitch. Yeah, I like to. Tell, I show you. Uh, I'll show you a shallow grave." <laughs> I'd like to show you uh, my mother's bra and tell you that I'll be rubbing it on my testicles later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a wild ride. Mike, how are we doing on time? <laughs> we haven't gotten to the bit yet. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Brendan, you were chomping at the bit before. We uh, got yes. Going, so I have I'll, a you go first. I have a show and tell that is a uh, what it is, is a uh, thank you slash in-depth analysis uh if you will yeah. uh, what i received i received an amazon prime uh package yesterday uh and it was a extremely uh thoughtful uh gift card from great from great well, no, that has never been uttered before no, it was. extremely well, thoughtful gift card but that is the most generic of places want. they want cash or gift cards that's yeah, you right. essentially gave us cash i yeah. mean so it's like that is extremely thoughtful that's the problem with gift cards sorry to cut in it's like it's like one step less than what a scam the gift card is it's like here it's cash but only that you can use with me so sorry <laughs> side sorry. note yeah side note one time i didn't have money very early on in the comedy career i didn't have money to get to a gig I didn't have the money to get there. It was far away. It's going to be a lot of gas money. I, but I had about $120 in assorted gift cards, right? Mm. I start Googling. Uh, I find a guy in New York who buys uh, gift cards. Next thing you know, I'm through four security doors in the <laughs> Diamond District <laughs> dealing with a fucking Armenian guy that paid me $12 for $120 worth of gift cards and said, that's the best I'm going to get. And it really seemed like I couldn't leave if I didn't give him the gift cards. It was so sell your gift cards online. Don't deal with the diamond district hustlers. Cause uh, it was a bad scene, but let me get on to this gift, Anthony, uh, because uh, it was really thoughtful. And I want to thank Greg for it. And I know Amy is, uh, is, is going to probably, uh, uh, thank you as well. But what I really want to get into, Anthony, is the analysis of the note uh, uh, that came along with the uh, gift. Um, uh, it, so it says, to Amy, from Tita and Greg, happy housewarming and baby induction. Uh, 
first point. Yeah. Induction to what? To to the Hall of Fame? To, to life. maybe? To <laughs> Let's not rule out Cooperstown. It's just yet. <laughs> to the world. We're inducting you into being alive. Yeah, Greg is saying already that baby belongs inducted. You know, I haven't had a good look at that thing, but you better make room and make room in Springfield, Massachusetts, at the Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame because yeah. we got somebody coming. Or, or maybe like Skull and Bones. You know, maybe he's being oh, inducted sure. into a, some sort of secret society. Uh, it continues. Uh, it continues. Now, I should mention, I should make very clear, so as Greg is n- and Tito are not painted in a bad light here. Greg, Greg sent me a really, really thoughtful housewarming present personally. So uh, he gave me a uh, uh, airbrushing booth, with, which meant a lot. So this is not at all to take away from Greg, but the right. note continues, not for Brendan, exclamation point. Yeah. For, for Amy and baby, exclamation point. It then goes, it started off as from Tita and Greg. That was said at the beginning. The beginning, let re- let me remind you, the beginning is to Amy from Tita and Greg. H- happy housewarming and baby induction. The end just says from Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tita doesn't like to put her name down. She wrote that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tita, well, Tita's pen name is Greg. <laughs> no. Yeah, she, take, she took my first name. Uh, Instead of a last name, <laughs> rare, rare. We're just rare known move. as Greg now. Yeah, we're but, like uh, the Bruce Springsteen. You know, it's like we're Bruce. We hi, we're Bruce Springsteen. Yes, exactly. And, you know, exactly. but so, it's the Holy Street Band. Uh, that's my show and tell. It's a it's a thank you to Greg. I deeply appreciate, it. and also an analysis of the induction segment of the uh, note. <laughs> right. Uh, well, should be no. I went half on that. Yep. Did, you got to know that. It doesn't say Anthony. It says originally it was from Greg and Tita, then just Greg. So it's oh a- fuck, yeah. But I went half, so that's fine. He so went I, half. I Did he really, him- or what's going on here? What? No, I did not. But we were trying to play it off that I did. I was going to say, well, Tita didn't put her name on it. I didn't put my name on it either. Just Greg put his name on it. But we agreed, you know. Yeah, everybody, it's from all the Rad Dude Cast fans. I remembered that we was also another gift. So here's the thing. I sent Brendan, oh God, man, I'm just going to be open about all this now, how I fucked everything up. I saw this spray paint thing, and I went, I got to get this for Brendan. He's got to paint his cars. Sent it away. Then for a week, I'm getting yelled at by Tita because she's like, you sent them a housewarming baby gift that's just (laughs) Brendan to spray paint? We need to send them something. We need to send them something. (laughs) On another note, there's there's another gift happening somewhere. I don't know where. Ah, don't worry. He accidentally included me on the text. You saw it. <laughs> so I got the idea. Oh, yeah, we never <laughs> talked about that on the podcast. Right. Uh, for those of you that uh, we right. never talked about that on the podcast, uh, <laughs> there, I was, uh, there was a big group text where Anthony said, Anthony being the uh, heart of gold, uh, mind of pigeon feathers. Uh, I I just get a group text, big old group text. Hey, you guys all want to chip in on something big for B-Man's baby? I got something in mind. And a couple of people wrote down, yeah, yeah. And then I wrote, I should probably leave this conversation. But I guess I'll throw in if I have to. Uh, so he right. me, so I do have some notion that something could be cooking. I left the text, uh, but uh, I will say, Greg. Wait, I got to finish that sentence, though. Let me finish yeah. my the thing there, right? So then Tita, <laughs> so then Tita's yelling at me, being like, you got this guy a spray painting kit. You got Amy nothing. She's literally got to have a baby. And, and Brendan did almost, <laughs> as a woman, Brendan did almost, you know, from a woman's perspective, giving birth is not a lot on the man, right? right. So she's like, you got to send Amy something. I'm like, oh, my God, we're, we're ranking our brains for it. You're everyone in your family bought everything on your goddamn registry. I'm like, we're out of luck. Uh, we send this gift card now. I'm remembering that we, I already, we already did the gift. Not to mention, not to mention, I would let you get in on that too. No, no, that that's fine. I'd like, I'd like for you to get a little closer to Brendan, to be honest. That wasn't what I was trying to do. (laughs) I feel here's the thing I feel close enough to the guy, and I'd like you to, I'd like you to get a little bit more in there. No, no. You send me some money, Anthony. You're also half on that. Brennan's also, Anthony's also half on this. Don't even worry about it. One more thing about the (laughs) Amy thing. One more thing about the Amy thing is that, um, oh, 
go ahead, Brendan. You're chopping. I forgot. I forgot what it was. There was another well, very important part. Oh, yes. Sorry. This I'll, I don't know. Up again. You got to say it's just for Brendan. It's just for Amy. Because if I sent him this spray paint gift and then I send them another gift, uh, Brendan's going to go crazy, get mad, and be like, you did too much and send it back. So I was making it very clear that this gift was not for Brendan. It was for Amy alone. Mm. Well, first of all, Mark, you're, you're all going above and beyond. And I appreciate it so much. You're all going above and beyond. I don't need any. We don't really need anything. And it's uh, it's just you're being amazing friends. And I really I really do appreciate it. What I will say, though, <laughs> what I will say, and Tita, God lover, heart of gold. Mm-hmm. And I think many women, women and many people would share the same thoughts she was having. I What I will say in your defense, Greg, is that baby comes around, right? Mm-hmm. This is what happens. I'm starting to know. First of all, they send you everything for the baby. You get that right away. You're especially this is the first grandchild on both sides. So the fucking baby's set. Yeah, next your registry you know, was clean through. Next thing you know, you start getting people going uh, you know, massages, spa treatments, shit for Amy, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's looking at the dad. Nobody's right. going, this guy's got needs. This guy's <laughs> under a tremendous amount of stress here. Mm-hmm. And you did that. You oh, gave yeah. me this thing to be like, here's a little piece of joy. Here's some excitement to look forward to. So I would argue with Tita, and I do think, look, you went above and beyond. Anthony, you're going above and beyond. None of you have to do Well, I've got another gift coming, too. Well, none no, of you have to do any of this. None of you have to do any of this. But I will say, I will say, for those of you out there, don't forget the dad because the dad's you. under tremendous stress. I, I I read these dad books. I have to throw them away. Chapter one, because everyone start every single book starts. Ah, you're probably going to go bankrupt. That's what every <laughs> every book just starts that way. So it's it, horseshit. Wait, now, really? Pretty much. They go, yeah, you can't have a baby. What are you? You're not an investment banker. Forget having a baby. And it's like, fuck you. You know, you're infuriating me. Now, I've seen it done a million times. You'll be fine. Uh, uh, I just got an alert, actually. According to SexFifthAvenue.com, uh, your present should get there today. <sighs> wow, Sex. Hey, has anyone ever you, you sort of <laughs> oh, mispronounced shit, that yeah. a little bit and it made me think of a business idea? Has anyone tried to uh, open a Sex Fifth Avenue? Oh, that's good, Sex man. Brother. That's real good. Mike, hold on to that one for later. Yeah. Uh, Greg, don't worry about it. Don't, don't, don't well, worry. Well, here's a pleasure about a gift card. You can get on at any time. You can three years from now, people will be like, "Hey, I want to go have some of that gift." Yeah, man, you could buy in at any time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's no reason why you had to be part of the conversation before or after. You can be a, a month later, three years later. I've never heard of somebody do that though. The gall to do that to be like, "Would you get them last year for Christmas? You got them a gift card? Let me go in on that gift. That that thing's still open. Let me go in on that. <laughs> that thing's open, man." Everything's open. Cash makes every gift open. Why? Look, I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying do it. I'm just saying it's an unprecedented move in the not giving game. Not in the Coraluzo household. Let me tell you how gifts happen. Monica buys everyone gifts. Joe and Greg show up and go, ah, fuck, we didn't do shit. Monica goes, here's a TV from me. And then we go, and me, slamming down a $50 bill on the table. And you go, boom, we're all in on that now. Yeah. All right. There's no reason my mom loves Monica the best. But, uh, you know, we're not the worst. You know, we help Monica out after the goal, after the after she gets over the finish line. You know, you give her a pasta after the finish line. So part of that gold mile is that gold medal is mine. Yeah, this is how- 50 is a 50 whenever you get it. You know what I mean? Those things don't expire. This is what this is how it works for my mom's uh, birthday or present. Any present for my mom. Uh, my sister picks it out. My brother pays for it. I do all the logistics work. Okay. I get them connected. I connect those two. I say, what do do we need? What do we need going here? What do we, how do I, what, what kind of transfers do we need? Wire transfers from the Bahamas. What are we talking about? Mm. You know, I'm the, I'm the facilitator. (laughs) I'm the fixer. uh, And it's a, it's a three man job. Let me tell you how uh, the family here works. This is how the family works. Monica finds out from mom, what she wants a TV. Joe, because Joe will every now and again just get a Joe goes and buys the TV. I come in later and go, that thing ain't big enough. Return it. Add another hundred dollars on the top. Make him get a bigger TV. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's cool. Yeah. I go, 42. 
the fuck is wrong with us? 65. Go back to Walmart, pal. I get uh, my I only get a I get um I get these like uh, bootleg gift cards from my mom that our customers clearly gave to her. What? That you kind of can't spend anywhere. They're these Visa Vanilla gift cards that are they're like for 20. That one will be like for 25 bucks. Another uh-huh. one will be for five. Another one. They're all just her customers give them to her. And then it travels down the pipeline to me. Oh, so you get them. I get them. She'll send me a note with it and she'll be like, hey, hey, have some breakfast on me. Right. And then uh, it'll be like $35 spread out through three different gift cards. <laughs> and nobody accepts them anywhere. It's impossible. Yeah, here's a here's a diner's club uh, gift card. Yeah. yeah. I remember I, one a few years ago, we went to some restaurant in the heart of Astoria. I, look at, I, I, I go, what the fuck is this place? And you go, I'll tell you what this place is. I got a $200 <laughs> gift card here. And we ate at this random fucking Greek yeah. place. Mojave. No, I, it wasn't Mojave, man. Oh. Mojave is way more. It was that like weird gold awning place that I have no idea how your mom found this place. Well, yeah, leave it to her. She probably got somebody sold her that at the slot. That <laughs> she's that she's bought it in more timeshares and stuff. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the pyramid schemes that I'd care to mention. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, no. There was one year where I I do remember she like when she was just she ate a Mojave one. I don't even think she ate it. She walked by Mojave and went that. <laughs> Wow, that, I can't like a, a little slice of Manhattan here in Queens. I can't believe this exists. Must have spent five hundred dollars on gift cards to Mojave. I ate a Mojave for six months for a year of my life because I had to. Fill <laughs> people in on what Mojave is. Uh, I think it's uh, it's just a, it's like a half Mexican kind of restaurant, it's like a Tex-Mex joint Tex- in the middle of Queens. It doesn't <laughs> it belongs in Phoenix. It doesn't belong here. Your mom and I are so similar because I went in there once and I went, this is dining. This is living. I go there with Tita and she goes, she will spit the food out and went, this is horrible meatloaf. I can do better than this. We're never coming back. But to me, me and your mom look at that and go, this is life. Look at that. That waitress has got a short skirt on. It's all looks like a shitty Alamo. Horrible here. <laughs> yeah, that place it it had the ambiance of a gift shop. Yeah, and man, my mom <laughs> fell in love with that but that joint. But uh, anyway, Brendan, that was a hell of a show and tell. Great job, Greg. What do you got for us? Stand up in front of the class. Oh man, well I have a show and tell, but I want to I want to add something else. Please go ahead first before it. I want to tell you a show and tell story if I could. Now oh, I'm gonna absolutely. That's what this is for. I'm going to be vulnerable here and tell you I am. This is one of those stories. I have some stories in my head that I never shared, and it's not that embarrassing. I'm getting an echo somewhere. Who's got an echo? It's it's on Anthony. If you could turn your speakers down just a bit, Anthony, turn turn your mic towards you directly towards you. If you yeah, hell yeah, dude, hell yeah. All right, I'll just I'll get it. Oh yeah, no echo. We're good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great. I'm good. Okay, okay. So this is an embarrassing story. It's not that. It's I'm setting it up too much. Uh, third grade, second grade, or something. This girl brought to school popples. I don't know if you remember what a popple was. A popple was like a stuffed animal that would like fold into itself and turn into a ball. Oh yeah, I remember those uh-huh. were great. Yes, yeah. could, yes, those were very fun. Popples. Yes. Boy, boy did I love them. Mean. She brought three or four of them in. Let me tell you, <laughs> old G man goes into the closet, <laughs> steals them. <laughs> oh boy! I just put them all in my bag. <laughs> She comes out and goes, someone stole all my popples. I immediately then realized what I have done and then went, oh, my God, this girl, I'm stealing. That's bad. This hurt her feelings. I go, let me look. I bet I can find them. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I know. I go into the thing. I pull them all out. Give them the villain. Play the hero. (laughs) I go in. I... uh, pulled them all out of this i pulled them out of my bag but then i just pulled them out of this like closet and was like someone must have shoved them in there i don't know what the game was here but there let me tell you not a single person in this class thought that i didn't steal them everyone was like well clearly this man has uh we all looked through the closet the teacher looked through the closet everyone did but it was like a life lesson of like you can't steal from people it's a you know it's you, know, you hurt people's feelings but uh, i was very young maybe like first or second it was i and i to this day i still remember just being like the heat of like what did you do you stole from a person right you can't steal stealing is bad well that's a great but uh, what, a, what a great turnaround yeah you, i mean everyone knew yeah well but it doesn't matter what everyone knows it matters that you personally decided i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that yeah. i'm gonna fix it 
And then oh, years boy. later, you worked at Sears and stole half the patio f- equipment. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know Johnny Sears. If I ever look at Johnny <laughs> Sears' face, be like, "Hey, someone stole seventy-five grand from our audio department." I might be like, "Hey, I found it in the back of some car with my license plate. Someone stole my car and your stuff." I I tracked them down. <laughs> um, what was going through your head when you stole it? Just, just Gollum with the ring, you know, just mm. pure, pure. I need, I need, I want, I want. I also, I hated that girl. It was like a lot. There's a lot there. It was right, a lot. Right. Like she was like, she actually tell you about this girl, what she did to me. I wrote her a note that said, Hey, I like you. Do you want to be my girlfriend? And I gave it to her. And then I was like, I'm nervous. So I, I left. I see her walk back to where I was sitting at the lunchroom, crumbles up the paper, throws it at where I was sitting. Oh, man. Yeah. Look, she had it coming, man. She had those popples coming. Well, hold on. She stole my heart. I tried Important to steal question. her popples. Important <laughs> question here. Mm-hmm. What's the order of events on that? The popple stealing? And she, stole the- it first. Yeah, she's, she stole it first. She crumpled first. She, she crumpled, crumpled first. first. She crumpled okay. first. Oh, yeah, she had it coming. Yeah. She- <laughs> yeah. Dude, and Lindsay. Oh, my God. Old fucking. Oh God, I want to say this. Some girl we went to school with, man. I remember I told her I liked her, right? And then uh, she uh, she goes, "Yeah, look at this." And she goes, "She had a ring." And she went, "My boyfriend gave me this ring." And I was like, "How does a third grader afford a ring? How? Where is this? I I I can never. I can't live up to this guy's finances of a third grader who can buy a ring. Finances mean." finances to the side in third grade you could have given me three thousand dollars and said go get a ring and i would have said (laughs) how what are you talking about yeah i don't know where to get a ring i don't know how to get there there's i don't know stores i have been in in my uh, you know eight years of life so Mm -hmm. far have had rings they just haven't so Rings have not been a purchasable item in my life as of yet. I don't know what you're talking about. I get you one of them spider w- rings that are plastic that you get at, at the arcade. I can't wait till Halloween. Yeah. I gotta wait till that. But guess what? This one's been in my mouth a lot. Because if I get one of them spider <laughs> rings, it's going one place. My mouth. Immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's Mojave. Oh, there's <laughs> Mojave. Mike, the Mojave uh, help me pull Mojave up. What'd you say? Yeah. Went to Mojave for an event once. I forget it was somebody's birthday. We all went. Maybe they're Breaking Bad. Probably my birthday. (laughs) My birthday because I love that place. Yeah, Anthony. It was the maybe. Maybe go ahead and riff on that for a while. What What is your thought process behind (laughs) us going to Mojave for the Breaking Bad finale? I'm so glad you asked, man. And that thing was going to get skipped right over. But I could tell you the real breakdown on that whole thing. Mike, bring up a picture of Mojave again. It does look like if that doesn't look like you're smack in the center of Albuquerque, and I don't know right. what does. What yeah. better place to watch the Breaking Bad finale than in a restaurant Walter White would frequent in the show? <laughs> and if you think I wasn't telling Tita I want to go to my favorite restaurant, the Mojive, you know, <laughs> and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "We gotta go to Mojive, baby. That place is that place is all class and jazz." And she was like, "You're talking about Mojave?" And I was like, "We got a banging meatloaf." They had like a banging meatloaf. I don't know. I still to this day think the place is good, but Tita has convinced me that it was horrible. And I also believe that you have convinced yourself that it's also horrible. I well, now, now eat there so much it becomes bad. <laughs> seeing the picture, I remember having a pleasant dining experience the one time I was there. I liked it. Mojave, yeah, man. I'll tell you about Mojave. They only got 50 items. So if you got a ton of money, you're going to burn through all those 50 items real quick, Anthony, when you got when you got the Mojave. When the Mojave, Mojave. Oh, yeah. I had to double up on a lot of stuff. Some, I would just sometimes I would just I would I would go, can I leave some of the tip on the gift card? I'm just trying to get rid of some of this cash. This is Mojave bucks. Dude. Well, I'll okay. oh, go ahead. Well, okay. you run into problems, you know, in organizing group events at Mojave because you get. You know, you get you get nine guys at the restaurant and then one guy's just in the middle of the Mojave Desert going, I, I thought I thought we had this nailed down. This is on the invite. Mojave, eight o'clock. And, you know, he's, he's out there. He's got no water. He dies dead. dead. Let, me, let me tell you what Mojave loves. Beginning of quarantine when they were like, we're not doing indi- indoor dining. Mojave was like, yeah, OK. 
just come get to go and eat it where you stand. They thought they had broken this. They just put all this alcohol into to-go containers that everyone can just stay inside, but it's in to-go, and you just eat out of a to-go container in your hand, and that's fine. That Mojave's big move was that. And then they eventually, you know, I think Cuomo came in there and gave everyone a fucking one of them uh, Ryu spinning kicks, uh, kicked everyone in the goddamn face and kicked them all out. Uh, Mojave doing fine, by the way, of all the restaurants. Still kicking. You got uh, access to their books, or what's that based on? Ah, they're not. There's not a big piece of wood in front of the yeah. restaurant. Lads, <laughs> most about the best you can do these days. <laughs> yeah, Mike has pulled the menu up now. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about Mojave. The rest really, let's really get into how they press the guacamole, Mike. <laughs> I love that. Sometimes I'll do things that I'm like, ah, I think talking Star Wars is too specific. We're talking about the Mojave restaurant that exists on the Astoria stop off the train for 20 minutes is that's not niche enough. That's not even for Brendan. That's literally for only two people in this podcast. I know you were, but you know, it's like, um, no, didn't you say now there's one, I think there's like a podcast listener that stopped you once in a restaurant in Astoria. So we at least have one guy out there who's so familiar with Queens, who's so happy right now is going, they're fucking going in on Mojave. (laughs) And I'm so happy about it. Yeah, because he's from the Bonnie. And the Bonnie is a way better restaurant than Mojave. If you're going to go to Mojave, walk two blocks extra to the Bonnie. Can I tell you the story about that guy? Yeah. And why I should not be allowed to have. So we have fans, but our fans will mostly exist via email and text and Instagram. They'll message us through that way. Rarely do I see somebody or at a show. They'll come to a show. Nate Nudie Um, picks to my Instagram account, which have been going down. Going down. You got to bring those back up. Bring those back up. You got to bring them back up. I walk walk into this restaurant and then I'll be done with my show and tell. I walk into this restaurant and uh, I'm wearing a rad dude cast shirt as one does when they're out of clothes. You wear the clothes that are you have to start wearing your merch instead of doing laundry. A guy goes, I love the rad dude cast. (laughs) And I went, sure you do, pal. (laughs) He goes, you think it's a band, don't you? Exactly. You're just trying to get a little extra tip out of me. Yeah, right. Sure you do. And he goes, I'm telling you, Greg Stone, I'm a big fucking fan. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And I went, yeah, hold on a second. Ran back to my house, got a T-shirt, a, a album download card, a poster, signed it all, then said, here you go. He, he, I just gave him all the merch uh, I had in the house. And then he was like, oh, man, thanks. You know, this is too much uh, or whatever. Um, he bought us some drinks, which was really the guy's like great. Every time we go there, he'll send us drinks. But every time, every time we go there, he buys me drinks, and then every time I go there, I bring him the same shirt and poster. And I think I've just given it to him three times already. But I go, I don't know, man, you were large still. I, well, we don't have a lot of merch. He's just gonna keep getting the same goddamn Greg Stone shirt. Um, but yeah, he's like the guy's the best. Uh, and it's funny, Pete. I get so nervous about names, uh, so I don't. Any, I'm afraid to say his name. Pete. Hate to do this, but great time to mention. Uh, we actually do have a lot of merch now. Uh, and if you want to check it out, go to Patreon. Uh, excuse me, go to teespring.com slash stores slash rad dude cast. It just it's just it's just this great. I mean, I like the classic wolf with sunglass logo, uh, originally drawn uh by joe uh joe stone uh modified by greg and it's available on everything get your felt get yourself one of those neck gaiters because i'm getting sick of masks and i think i'm going to get into the neck gaiter game where you just hey, won't let you the apple store with the neck i hate to shit on our brand yeah. but you can't go in the apple store with a neck gaiter they okay. they have to give you their own mask, but they give you one at the door so it's not a big deal okay so where the neck gaiter and carry a mask in your pocket, but the, yeah. you get yourself a red because the the oh, neck gaiter. Give you a mask at the store. They do give you one. The neck gaiter is badass. Know. It'll make the bottom of your face look like the wolf. It's perfect. Mm. It's wonderful. I'm gonna get some of these going and start a bank robbery crew. Uh, but you know, don't nobody tell the cops about this episode. Anyway, back to you, Anthony. Well, I Greg, would love for us to be involved in some kind of police investigation. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I could see that happening in a in a in a soon documentary about a thief a thief crew that uses rad dude gas masks to rob a bank, and then we're tied in and we get brought into the station to answer a few questions. That this sounds is the, this is that sounds like uh, an inevitability. This is the classic Law and Order episode. Where they have to bring in a celebrity somehow. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, they don't know how to do it. This is how they're going to do it. And I'll be honest, not high enough celebrities to be like, what? The Rad Dude cast is here. Yeah. We will play <laughs> ourselves in the episode. And yeah. no one will be the wiser. You know how when they're just like, well, we can't get Mel Gibson, so we got Chevy Chase to play Mel Gibson. <laughs> you can get us to be what? who we, uh, to be the Rad Dude cast. It's more like we couldn't get Mel Gibson, so we got um, that guy, Mel. <laughs> well, they did. Yeah. They did that because there was an episode where they were doing a Mel Gibson. Uh, uh, whenever you know, when I when Mel Gibson went off on that cop and oh, he, right. he he said all those uh, anti-Semitic things, they brought in Chevy Chase. I didn't know that. Really? And I think they were thinking, all right, who who kind of who's who probably says that too? Who probably says that and who probably hates Mel Gibson? Yeah, <laughs> call everyone who hates Mel. I Female. would like to. I the real balls on them would be and i'm sure they didn't but if they first brought it to mel gibson that would yeah. be the best if oh, they're like great hey you want to be on law and order what's it about uh it's about this big hollywood actor <laughs> gets pulled over by the police drunk and goes on a rant about the jews <laughs> uh, i don't know how much we talk <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> even better, not even better, but even equally is there's a the casting room where Mel Gibson's there, a ton of people who look like Mel Gibson, and then Chevy Chase gets it. They go, yeah. sorry, Mel. <laughs> Chevy just he's got such better timing and yeah. you know, it's a little too real with you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's great. Uh all right. Was that your show and tell? Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. What about you now? Man, you showed and told. Uh, uh, yeah, so, okay, I was watching the... Yeah, go ahead, Brendan. Ah, I'd like to argue, and I loved it. I loved mm. this segment. I would just say, in contradiction of what you said, he didn't show anything, which, mind you, not necessary because we're an audio medium, but mm. there was nothing shown. That, well, to, not to contradict you even further, but... Uh, Mike did post a couple pictures of a uh, Poggle or whatever Greg stole, and then he did go through the whole menu at Mojave. Well, so, I would have loved a producer at my third grade show and tell, but I didn't have one, Anthony. So <laughs> I'd like it noted that I did bring my note to show, and I told about it. Oh, well, it, the idea of show and tell, you didn't literally have to show anything. I'm glad that you did, and that's great. But it was just the, the uh, it was, it was, you know, it was just a, a jazzy name to have you guys come up with I one see, thing. I see. Well, it was an excellent but, segment that Greg did. I'd like to add that yeah. just to look into my history, as I did that show and tell the same way I did every kind of speaking thing in school, which was I'd do zero preparation and then just fling it on charisma. Yeah, I just, just fling it on. Just, I'm not going to memorize my lines, but man, if I'm not going to just lateral move this thing with whatever is on the top of my head, you got it. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I saw that coming a mile away. These things were basically here for Brendan to do and for uh, for you to get a text message. <laughs> um, Waste my I only get that's a nickel every time I text. I got the old plan. <laughs> Wasting my money. So, uh, so do your short tell. <laughs> so my thing, my, my I was watching The Crown, uh, mm. and um, they love horses. The rich love horses. Sure, they, they do. love horses. And I don't get it because mm -hmm. it's it's uh it's like owning a flip phone to me. You know what I mean? It's right. The, Old technology. I don't understand why it's like this, like big to do that they have horses. Like you should be, you should be ashamed to have horses. Embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You're 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 below cars, but they uh they love it. You know who else likes it's the it's the it's the royals and then the the ultra rich Saudis. They're very big in the horse racing game. Yeah. And then you put a horse out to stud, and that's where you make your real money. And that's just fucking. You're just yeah. getting money. You're a horse pimp. You're yeah. pimping out your horse a gigolo. It's your G that's a yeah, gigolo. Horse history lesson time. Y'all want to hear a quick list lesson a quick history lesson? <laughs> sure. Fun fact about horses. Police were always uh they're normal people, but then one rich man had to be a a cop once. They was like he was like the, the senator's son, and he got into the police game and he said no, 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 no. We're bringing a horseback on horsebacks. Cops came because of kind of like Prince Harry, how he had to go into the military. It was a rich man who said, well, I'll do this cop thing, but I'm bringing in horses. And that's that's how you get New York City horses.
Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, now, Anthony, what Man, do you think is corner? Hmm? That was a great horse history. Uh, Which will great. be a recurring segment. Yeah. Now, Anthony, what do you think is going on there? Is it is it the sheer amount of time on your hands that you just – do you think they actually like horses or do they have to be like, I need a hobby that costs a ton of money? Yeah, I think it is. I think it has. It is something like that. It's yeah. something that presents really well, but when you really think about it, is is just very dumb. Do yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it can kill you. What'd you say? A horse can like a kick from a horse, eh, knock your head right off. That's a very dangerous animal. Yeah, it's an antiquated travel mm -hmm. device. Mm -hmm. These things shit like crazy. Mm -hmm. The cops use them. The, 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 the cops aren't really using them. You know what I mean? The, the, the cops use them to be a little bit taller around Central Park. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. Uh, I, I really don't know why the rich have. They, you know what they've done is yeah. they've, they've convinced us that a horse, that a horse yeah. and an animal of the aristocrat, when really they're just collecting zip drives. <laughs> I can tell you why the rich love horses. Before I get into that, I just want to say I love that there's an old, like an, if you move back in technology from a car, you get a horse. But if you move back in technology from a helicopter, there isn't. You know, like there's some spinning bird that right. you can ride on. Yeah. You, you get a helicopter or you get nothing. Nothing. That's it. Maybe a kid with a jump rope. That's that's it. See, I like that. The, the oh, helicopter yeah, I, suppose, stands alone. I, I suppose in a way, in a slight way, you could make it the leap to hot air balloon. But, you know, I mean, that's this. That's, that's a, 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 way, a way worse, a way fucking worse helicopter, because uh, as we've talked about many times, it will not get you anywhere except where it wants to go. Uh, yeah, it's like when my mom drives. Yeah, yeah. That's if you're if you're in an accident on the highway and the uh, EMT hot air balloon comes, well, you're fucked because uh, you better hope the wind's blowing in the direction of uh, Southwest General Hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they may have to sit you up at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> now the reason the rich. Mm. love a horse and here's why one you get to say you have it sure. right i have it which is big it's a big ass animal right. you don't have to take care of it you have to put that in a stable somewhere else where you pay someone to essentially take care of it for you right and three the rich love giant pieces of shit everyone knows that the rich love a huge <laughs> grassy shits so they like to go there i i I do think that they just like to have those like they don't really have to take care of it. They just go there. They race them. They make money. They get to go. Look how I am the richest because my horse is of a great. You know, they love monarchy type. They love like, yeah, yes. you know, genetic type shit. Horses are very big into like high genetics and they love winning. So they go, I have the richest. I'm the rich. It's all rich shit. Can I ask this? I agree 100 percent with Greg. Do you think there's any element to it of them? Tending to look a bit like horses. Well, I think you're dead on there. Wait, wait. Can you repeat that? You're saying that people like horses because they look like horses? Royals. Royals, for whatever reason, whether it be the inbreeding over time, they've got these uh, sort of equine faces and bad teeth. They're very horse-like to me. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, Both are inbred. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Yeah, yes. Both are inbred. Do you think there's some sort of connection there, Anthony? I think uh, I think you're a hundred percent right. I think I, I've never not looked at a horse and thought it was uh was some kind of English family. Um, <laughs> they do they they absolutely look like uh, old British people, and I like I like to think too that some of these old British people they they look at the they look at uh, the dongs on some of those horses. Got to, and they're they're impressed by that. You well, know. Uh, I will say on the note of that, if Mike, if you could look up the exact name on this, because I don't think it's Catherine the Great because she's Russian, but there is a long running rumor. And I feel the like rumor is Catherine the Great. That's the yeah. rumor. It stayed with her her whole life. And I feel like if a rumor lasts, you know, 500, 600 years, however long it's been probably true and the rumor was that she enjoyed being fucked by horses and so i think at this point you've got to say well a 600 year rumor 
that would have dissipated if there weren't some facts going behind. Unless that. it's fun. I mean, that's a fun rumor. That's a fun rumor. You want to tell that rumor? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't mind that. If I'm if I'm Catherine the Great's husband, right, and she's out there having sex with horses, mm-hmm. you know how secure I then feel. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Sorry, Mike put up a picture of old Catherine the Great. There she is in all her gl- golden glory. Sorry, um, meeting. Keep going. Uh, well. I would, I, I would, I, I do get what you're saying, Anthony. Uh, so you're saying, look, I can't go up against a horse. So what do I have to I'm be? No general? horse. What do I care? She's I, in the horses. I have a, I have a built-in excuse for myself. Yeah. The woman right. loves horses. I am not even close to a horse. Mm. But that was like when I c- caught my ex in bed. Uh, uh, you know, many years ago, don't say her name, but many, many, many years ago, I caught her in bed. I was ready to fight. And then I found out it was an old man with a tiny penis. And then I was le- much less angry because I said, well, this is not about me. This is uh, this is something else is going on here. This is an old man with a tiny penis, much like a horse. You know, you mm-hmm. would I mean, a horse has a large penis. But in other words, it's not your category. It's not your category. You're not being uh, cheated you on by never be that. You know what yeah, I mean? That, that's her issue. But I, I think my counter argument, if I were to find out Amy was fucking horses, I would kind of say like, hey, you know, I don't think this is great. You know, like I <laughs> like I don't I'm not jealous as much as I am really very concerned, very concerned here. And uh, I, I, I can't go along with this. I think you got to stop is what I would say. No, no, I'm not saying you go keep doing what you're doing out there in the stable. Yeah. I'm definitely having a conversation about it for sure. I'm, I'm saying for my own going forward, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. It's not doing anything to me. That's right. a one-off. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. taking that into my next relationship. I'm not going. I've been cheated on before by a guy. You know, she went with a guy who's taller and richer and more muscular than me. She <laughs> fucked a horse. I'm not worried yes. about the next person I'm with. Yeah. I and, I and on another note, and I'll be honest, the part of me was I was half in on that because I had to hit record on my meeting. I apologize for my attention being swayed. I just want to throw that out there. I have to be vulnerable here. I always said with Tita, you know, it's like, look, man, if I can't give you those things, right? I can't give you a horse's dung, right? So if you need to fuck a horse, fuck a horse. Like, I don't want you to have less in life. Fuck the horse. If you want to be with a man who's six foot, he's ripped. Fuck that guy. I don't care. I'm bringing other things. I'm bringing my magic tricks. You know what I mean? I'm bringing my uh, my wires and my tech, my uh, computer tech savvy. You know, that's what I bring to this relationship. You need your iPhone fixed without going to the Apple store. You call me. I you love get fucked for nine hours. Call the horse. I love Tito weighing out those options. Just going, <laughs> well, there's Greg. He's got all those wires and those magic tricks. Or there's a horse. <laughs> what will I do? Quick aside, last night I was trying to set this stream up for uh, I'm trying to do some I'm trying to do some uh, Twitch streaming yeah. and um I needed to. I need a US just USB to USB wire, just classic USB wire. Don't have one. I have every goddamn wire, every wire, standard, <laughs> regular. Every USB wire that I have in this house is just being used. I almost had to buy one on Amazon last night. I figured I figured out some workarounds using Bluetooth, but I do not have your standard USB wire. I mean, maybe yeah, uh, handy. It's too amateur a wire. Yeah. John in the wire game so far that there's no way you're gonna have something like that. There's no flare in regular USB, you know, give me a VGA. Yeah. Give me your old display display man. I forgot what it's called display. Yeah. Remember those? You're going HDMI to blender port. <laughs> yeah, man. I got European outlet converters in this house. I'm not going to Europe, <laughs> but it, whatever, man, you come over and you're, you're some old French guy and you want to plug in your French beard trimmer. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you, Pierre. Uh, we're at 55 minutes here. I'd like to call in my $3,000 bet uh, that uh, we wouldn't make it through two and a half segments. We made it through one segment. And boy, Anthony, I got to tell you, fantastic segment. And we're primed with two more. Yeah. So what got- a- Go ahead, Brendan. I just going to say what a what an effort you brought today bring these items to the table because we 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 filled out a, a what I would like to describe as a 
hour of fine entertainment with uh with just one out of three segments planned now and now these rubes if i will call them that our fans they don't they they're the left waiting, wondering, what are these next two segments? What do they well, got? I think we told them in the beginning what the yeah. segments were. We told them what they're going to be. But they're not going to get them. Good, because then if you want to get your filthy little mitts on those segments, you got to sign up for the Patreon. And if you're a Patreon member, then you're foaming at the mouth come Thursday uh, for when this thing comes out. And also, other fold, it gave Mike enough time to look up some news stories. Anthony. That he didn't have to look up. Yeah. Anthony, uh, tell them where they can find that Patreon if they're not already subscribed. Yeah, you got, you know, you you know, you gotta go to the to gotta go to patreon.com slash rad dude cast. Uh, you type that into your browser bar, and then the computer will take you away. It'll take it from there, so don't worry. And um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that uh, works. Type it in the computer. Will, well, I guess it is. You hit yeah. return, and it'll take you there well i don't want anyone knocking on doors yeah no you don't want people knocking on doors man I don't want doors going, am i am i at the patreon.com slash rad dude cast don't don't do it you just type I, it in we, the I gotta say i think we should think about doing a brick and mortar patreon <laughs> where it's a place you go and we play it for it's a brick you know like come where well somewhere in tennessee you come and you listen to the, you give us the cash and we'll you'll we'll put the patreon for you we'll put it on for you as if the idea. I, well, Anthony, I would say it is, but as if, <laughs> as if the idea wasn't far-fetched enough, it just randomly became somewhere in Tennessee, a place <laughs> none of us live. And uh, no one lives here, no one lives there. Yeah. No one lives anywhere. You know, it could yeah. be anywhere. Easier I to be, get some land in Tennessee, cheaper. I want to be the we'll sell your stuff on eBay for you store for patreon you know for people who don't know how to go to patreon they don't do it you come to the brick and mortar you come to tennessee yeah we await online where we're following all covid regulations you come in and then we just hit play you give us the cash you got to come once a month it's like a planet fitness gym you know you you give us the thing i mean you're never gonna come you pay and you never come you know what i mean like planet fitness i was uh you were talking about getting some land anthony i uh I was like looking at cabins in Maine because that's something someday. That's like a something someday I, I'd like to do. That's where Amy's from, and I think it'd be nice to spend summer, We're like there. part of the summer there. No time soon financially, but there's also like like way up in northern Maine by Canada where nothing is. There's like you can just like buy a little piece of land, like very little. For of like scrub brush land, not near the ocean or a lake, for like eight, for like eight hundred dollars, and I'm kind of like maybe I should just buy that, like just yeah. to have a thing that I own, like get it, stay off my land, you know, like I've well, got this land. If I need it, if I need it, they keep making people, and at some point, at some point in history, they're yeah. gonna run out of space, and <laughs> yeah. you might be a thousand years. I don't know yeah. maybe when the robots take over. But yeah. you'll have that eight hundred dollar piece of land. Yeah, it's also good too to have some land because here's what's going to happen. Now you know the Battle of Gettysburg, familiar? <laughs> yes, great. Well, they what the Battle of Gettysburg has done is they got a big open field and people come and they take some goofy pictures and they go, "This is where all the people died." And now it's just a big old field. Well, if right. you don't think that corporate America and big condo is going to get their filthy little paws on that eventually, that whole thing is going to be an Amazon complex. But if you got your little spot of land, you go, we've moved the Battle of Gettysburg onto my <laughs> land. <laughs> and then people can come. Yeah. I'll just scatter around a few rusty old musket balls in yeah. the dirt for people right. to find. Not a lot of land doing cosplay. That's what we, it's like, this is the land itself where we're remaking it. It's the reboot. Yeah. yeah I like uh, what they did in, within, in Vegas where they got the little Eiffel Tower. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't want to go to fucking France. No one does. Come to our friend. Yeah. Smaller and there's hookers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take all the class out of that weekend. All and right. Paris is like, hey, man, 
we definitely got hookers too. Uh, don't <laughs> don't count us out of the hooker game. All right, it is just because you're Vegas. We got plenty of hookers in just because they have armpit hair doesn't mean they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I will say I, there was something I was going to say. Oh, you know what's like a big? I was reading this article. You know, it's like a big uh, deal for farmers these days. Uh, they're all they're all shooting for it. They all want a cell phone tower on their land. They're making more money off cell phone towers than they are crops. Mm. They, they rent out like the cell phone companies pay farmers like $13,000 a month to put a, to, to put a cell phone tower up on their land. So I'm saying, I mean, I'm living in a rental right now, but I'm saying this right now publicly, I'll let you into the backyard. If you <laughs> want to put a cell phone tower up, we don't have, my landlord does not have to get involved. He won't know. We'll disguise it. We'll make you do one of those ones that you fake to look like a tree. Mm. And I'll get you, I'll do you for 7,000 a month. Yeah. Put a mini guy up. Yeah. 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 They yeah. disguise him as tree. You got to disguise one as a person. You got to get a walk. You got to get this, this, a man with a bowler cap on. That's not a man. That's a, that's a, that's an iPhone tower that just looks like a 60 foot man in a bowler cap. Seems to me like an ordinary giant in a bowler cap saluting. <laughs> yeah. I, I think nothing of it. Well, I also want to add this one thing. I'd be remiss if I don't. And I know a lot of people from Maine. I'm not saying you, but other people from Maine. And I know I'm you're not, not from, from Maine. Maine so. so a lot of things are going to tell me that that's a tourist trap. But my God, if Red's lobster roll place isn't one of the best places I rate in my life. Hands down, I would drive that nine-hour drive again just to go. It's the best. It's the best. I don't yeah, like lobster rolls, so I can't comment. I have been to Reds. It was fine, but I just don't really like lobster rolls, so I don't know. Let me tell you about Reds. They say a lobster roll is $20, but they also sell you a grilled cheese that's two, which is like, look, we get our lobster rolls are very expensive and very good. We'll say a $2 grilled cheese is one of the best grilled cheeses you ever had for the kids. Man. You should get next time you go to Reds, Brendan, get a grilled cheese. I won't so, be going there ever again. Are you mad? <laughs> what do I do? Do I make everyone mad? No, not at all. I just don't see myself going back to Reds. I'm not a lobster roll guy. I'm not mad at all. You don't I, bring uh, people to places that are enjoyable? You're not going to bring anybody there if she wants to go with the baby? What the baby Maine. My wife's from Maine, so yeah. she's not going to Reds. As you said, it's a known tourist kind of destination. Uh, it's not I near. I go to the tourist here. All right, I'm going back to Reds then, That's man. I'm going back to Reds. Yeah, go on. Get the real cheese. I'm going to Reds. I'm going to Reds. That's all I wanted to hear. Brennan's off to Reds. All right, that'll do. Does anyone have any dates? Uh, I will be. Ah, fuck it. That's far away. I'll t I got a baby coming. All right, baby. I I'd like to plug my baby. Uh, estimated date January twenty second. But hey, man, these things can come at any time. Could stay in there an extra year. I've seen it happen. Yeah, and I'll be in Lincoln, Nebraska, the this weekend, January eighth and ninth at the Tata Theater. Tada! Ta keep saying it. Uh, Greg, you got anything? No, nah, man, some guy tried to get me to do a gig for like not enough money, and I told him to go fuck himself. So I'm not doing comedy anymore. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. See you on the Patreon. The Rad Dude Cast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Ayer, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive Producers Brendan Ayer, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive Producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.